Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Last Lap Podcast. It is me, all by myself, alone, in my basement. But I figured I'd get one out to you real quick. Because there's been a lot going on in the wonderful world of motorsports. So here we are. Willie is a bit under the weather this week. He, uh, yeah, had a headache tonight. I say that that's a lame excuse, but it's also his birthday. So who knows what's going on with that? So here we are. Where do we want to start? And this is where Willie says, uh, how about NHRA? And I say, all right, NHRA corner, Gainesville. If you were on social media at all over the weekend, you saw the pictures from Gainesville, the packed crowd on Saturday. Super cool to see sold out Gainesville Gator Nationals. We had Mike Solanas winning over Steve Terence and the Capco Boys in top fuel. We had Matt Hagen for Tony Stewart Racing. He wins over J.R. Todd in the funny car. And Troy Coughlin Jr. wins in pro stock over McGanna. All in all, great turnout at Gainesville. Good to see NHRA is back. And yeah, that's all that can really be said from the weekend. Good racing down there. They did have some weather, battled some rain on Saturday. But just to see a sellout crowd at an NHRA event is cool. So that was good to see on Saturday. They are back in two weeks in Arizona. Moving on to Xfinity and Phoenix, the end of the West Coast Swing. So Sammy Smith for Joe Gibbs Racing. Get used to hearing that name. Sammy Smith, kid is still in high school. Youngest driver to ever win in the Xfinity Series, 18 years old. Still taking classes. If I had half of that talent... At 18, and I could drive for Joe Gibbs Racing, I wouldn't be sitting here all by myself. I'd be sitting here with like four or five of my buddies drinking Bush Light or something, hanging out, talking race cars, and then, you know, like building fun street cars because I'd have money. Okay, maybe not. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Ryan Truex, which is Martin Truex Jr.'s little brother, He got a career-best second-place finish for Joe Gibbs Racing. And another top-ten finish for John Hunter Nemechek and Austin Hill. And Kyle Busch was in that colleague car again and finished in ninth. So decent runs out of those guys. You know, Austin Hill, I mean, another top-ten finish. They are on a tear. So they are definitely ones to watch. But Sammy Smith, keep that kid's name fresh. You will hear it a lot. He may be the next Joey Logano. I don't know. Maybe the next Chase Elliott. Who knows? But that kid's going to be around a long time if he's already leading and winning races for Joe Gibbs in the Xfinity Series. Bunch of cautions in that Xfinity race. Probably the most entertaining race of the weekend out of the NASCAR uh, traveling circus, bunch of cautions, couple uh, junior motorsports cars taking each other out. Um, yeah, I'm guessing the 
team meetings on uh, Monday morning were interesting over there at Junior Motorsports. Those guys have been running into each other quite often lately. So maybe they can clean that up as we move them into Atlanta this weekend. On the cup side, lots to talk about from Phoenix, none of which is racing related because the race at Phoenix, honestly, kind of boring. Typical Phoenix race. They all fan out five wide on the restarts, diving all the way down to the apron below the white lines. Super fun to watch restarts, but then once they get going, they get spread out. Those Hendrick cars, man, they were class of the field. William Byron led most of the opening half of that race. Kyle Larson ran up front, led a ton of laps, but eventually got ran down by Kevin Harvick. And I think everybody was expecting Kevin Harvick to run away with that win, ran Larson down with 30-some laps to go or better, took the lead. It was pretty impressive to watch Harvick do that. And honestly, I was kind of hoping Harvick would pull it all off, get a 10th win at Phoenix, but had to settle for another top 10 there after a late race caution couple green-white checkers. Everybody's kind of complaining that eh, NASCAR shouldn't have thrown the caution, but, I mean, the spin on the front stretch from Harrison Burton shredded the tire. They would have had to throw the caution anyway for the debris. just is what it is. And after a pair of restarts, William Byron comes out of there with another win back-to-back Two out of the three on the West Coast swing, and we're headed to Atlanta where he won last spring as well. So look out, everybody. Hendrick is on a roll. William Byron is on a roll. All those Hendrick cars finished really well at Phoenix, of course. It was definitely not due to the louvers. So... The news out of the NASCAR world, the Louvers, the 100-point penalties, $100,000 per car, four cars, that's four hundred grand that old Mr. H has got to come away with. It's uh, a very, very large fine. Colleague Racing also on the 31 car, Justin Haley, they had the same Louvers, so they're also getting a fine. So Justin Haley now has negative 40 points in the point standings. But um, yeah, 100 points per car in owner's points. And then since Chase isn't racing, he doesn't get any points taken away. Uh, and of course, Josh Berry's not running for points in the Cup Series, so no points there. But each of the cars, so for owner's points, they're all way down there now. You take 100 points away from those guys, and it's really going to hurt them. And 10 playoff points for each driver, too. So even if Bowman and Larson get a win, they will still be down five, negative five bonus points in the playoff point system. I know it's kind of confusing, but um, you basically you get five bonus points towards the playoffs for winning a race. And... Uh, Willie B basically would have 10 bonus points. So he now has zero because they took those away. So in the driver standings, Bowman is now 23rd in points. 
Willie B is 29th, and Larson is 32nd. So those guys now have a huge hole to climb out of, but based on their speed last few weeks, I don't think it's going to be any bit of a problem. I see all three of those guys knocking off more wins this year. So shouldn't be a big deal for Hendrick, but it's definitely going to hurt them. It's going to hurt them, hurt their chances of going deep into the playoffs. And uh, yeah, we'll see if they can pull off some miracles. It's going to take, it's just going to take winning. That's just what they're going to have to do at this point. Hendrick says they're going to appeal. Colleagues going to appeal as well. Stories I've heard is that these louvers were they're they're a single source manufactured part. So NASCAR says you can't touch them, modify them in any way. Supposedly Hendrick couldn't get them to fit correctly in the hoods, and they told NASCAR they brought it to NASCAR's attention, um, but they went ahead and modified them anyway. They were compensated Friday before practice at Phoenix, so it's not like they enhance the performance of the car. Um, but, uh, we saw this last year with, with RFK getting a big old points penalty for modifying the wheels. So it just, uh, NASCAR doesn't want you messing with these cars. So that, uh, will definitely be an ongoing story as Hendrick goes to appeals and, uh, we'll see more about that. I'm sure for the next, gosh, it's going to be the only thing anybody talks about for the next few weeks. So get ready because it's all we're probably going to talk about for the next few weeks too. Hate to break it to you. So I really wish that Willie was here because he's got all kinds of ammunition now against Denny Hamlin. And now we're going to move on to talking about Denny Hamlin real quick because Denny Hamlin gets on his podcast and basically admits that he wrecked Ross Chastain at Phoenix, which on the final restart got out of shape, collected Ross, and just put Ross right up into the wall. I think if Denny wouldn't have got on his podcast and said anything, everything would have been fine. So, but you know how NASCAR is. If you admit to doing it, they're going to smoke you. Unless you're Joey Logano and you admit to wrecking William Byron, they're not going to do anything to you. So NASCAR's, you know, of course, quite inconsistent with their calls. But, um, yeah, you wreck somebody like Bubba Wallace wrecking Larson, they're going to penalize you because, uh, you know, it just here or there, it's not super safe. But, man, at the same time, I like I like. Boys haven't had it. I like these guys wrecking each other. I like these guys leaning on each other, pushing on each other. So, you know, honestly, had Denny not said anything on his podcast, I don't think anything would have come of it. But you go and, you know, say admit to doing it. It goes right against their rules. It says right in their rule book, you can't manipulate the end of the race to affect championship or the outcome or points or whatever. And both of them finished last car on the lead lap. So they ruined, you know, Denny ruined his day, ruined Ross's day. And uh, now Denny is going to lose 25 points and 50 grand, which he doesn't care about the money. The points is what the problem is. And that sucks. But 
he kind of brought it upon himself. Everybody knows not to admit and not to say you did it. Just do it. Keep your mouth shut. It's probably the best, best thing to do. I don't think I could do that. I would do it, get out of the car, and I'm so hot-headed, I probably would walk right over to them, and they'd knock me out because that's just how it would go. Because I'm not a fighter. I just got a big mouth. So anyway, boy, that got real personal real quick. Y'all still with me? All right, cool, because Josh Berry ended up finishing 10th at Phoenix. So good run for Josh. It was cool to see him filling in for Chase Elliott and finally getting a decent run. Kind of had some issues at Vegas. So we will see what he can do at uh, Atlanta coming up this weekend. So that's really about all I got as far as NASCAR and Cup Series goes. Will picked Blaney, and uh, I had Bowman, and... uh, Will beats me again. I'm sure he would be really excited to rub that in, but uh, unfortunately, he's not here. So, uh, but he beat me. Tyler Reddick finished third. That was a decent run for Reddick. So, he made some good moves on that final restart to get up there. Same with Blaney. Good pushing. So, Crazy race, though, but I think that's just Phoenix. That's just how Phoenix races. It's uh, hard to say whether or not the short track package did anything. Drivers said it was harder to drive, a lot of slipping and sliding. I don't think we're really going to know anything until we see Martinsville. That is going to tell us whether or not this new short track aero package did anything at all. So, But uh, I get to pick first for Atlanta. We're going back to Atlanta. We have a double header on Saturday. The truck series starts at 2 p.m. Xfinity series starts at 5 p.m. on Saturday. Good double header there. It'll be cool to have the trucks back. It uh, ought to be an entertaining afternoon, evening of racing at Atlanta. And then the Cup Series, 3 p.m., they are on Fox. And I am taking William Byron. He won there in the spring. He's on a roll. He's on a tear. I might as well use him up, which means he's probably going to wreck, you know, like lap 20 and finish dead last. So I'm not sure who Will's going to take. I texted him. I asked him. Don't have an answer at the time of this recording. And, uh, but either way, I'm sure he'll be feeling better next week. We'll talk about it next week, and I will update y'all when we know who wins and who he picked. All right, moving on to F1. F1 is back this weekend. It is a night race in Saudi Arabia, which means it comes on at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon, our time on Sunday. So, You will be able to turn on the F1 race on Sunday afternoon. And as soon as that's over, turn it over to Fox and watch the cup race at Atlanta. And uh, the cup race at Atlanta is going to be far more entertaining. I can already tell you that much. It's like the, the miniature super speedway. So, but either way, over to F1, Saudi Arabia, Charles Leclerc already has a 10 place grid penalty. He 
qualifies on the pole, he's still going to have to start 10th. They had to change the control unit in that car, which is a 10-place grid penalty after his DNF last week or two weeks ago at the opening event in Bahrain. So Charles has got a lot to do, a lot to overcome. They've got to have a good run, got to get some points if they're going to contend and stay a contender up there towards the front at all. So I fully expect Red Bull, both Red Bull cars to qualify one, two and finish one, two. We'll see if Ferrari's got anything for him or if Mercedes may have anything for him. I I'm going to guess Ferrari's going to be a little quicker than Mercedes, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. What'll be interesting is if Aston Martin shows up. I think uh, they've got quite a bit of pressure to continue their level of performance that they showed in Bahrain. And we'll see if they show up and unload and are fast right off the bat and can contend for a podium finish again. Maybe we see Lance Stroll running up there even further. So who knows? It's We get, you know, two, three races in, we may have a little bit better idea on who's going to run where or what's going to happen, but it's a long season. Got 22 races left to go. And uh, who knows? Both Red Bull cars might DNF this week. You never know. That could change everything, mix everything back up. So either way, we'll have to tune in, check that out. If I had any bold predictions, my bold prediction this week is both Haas cars finishing the points. Whoo. Yeah, I know. That's a that's a crazy one. But I'm kind of rooting for it to happen. You never know. Um any other bold predictions, Willie? No, nothing. Okay, didn't think so. All right. Well, that's really about all I got because I got nobody else to talk to. So I was all ready to go and had everything turned on. Willie said he wasn't going to make it. So here I am flying solo. Give me some feedback. Let me know if you want to hear just me again. I highly doubt it. I'm going to try and get Willie back on here. Maybe I need like a backup co-host or something, but I don't know. I really don't like talking to myself. It's kind of weird. Like I'm trying to talk to you guys but I'm literally staring at a wall. I don't know how that works. So either way, I'm going to get out of here. I'm looking forward to lots of racing this weekend. Double header. Like I said, with the cup series and X or with the truck series and the Xfinity series. And then basically a double header on Sunday with F1 rolling right into the cup series. So, should be a good couple races to watch. And, oh, by the way, IMSA, 12 hours of Sebring this weekend, kicking off, well, not really kicking off their season because they had the Rolex 24, but 12 hours of Sebring this weekend. You can find that on NBC Sports or Peacock or I don't know where they're putting that now, but check that out too good sports car racing sebring one of the toughest tracks on the series on the circuit 
And uh, yeah, it's about all I got. So we'll be back next week. Hopefully Willie is back next week. Hopefully he has a good birthday today. I was really looking forward to a birthday podcast with him. But, you know, sometimes that the, the sickness, he's down with the sickness and that stuff's kind of going around. So I'm going to try not to get it. All right. I'm just rambling at this point. So hopefully y'all have a good weekend. Thanks for tuning in to the last lap podcast.